0: Brady joins us here on the line. Uh, Brady, good morning.
1: Hey guys, good morning. Thanks for having me on.
0: Well, thank you for doing this. Uh, you have a podcast as well. I want to touch on as well as you uh, kind of share your story with this. Uh, but you know, reading this, it, it's almost it almost doesn't. If somebody were to tell you this story without reading it, you'd you'd say like this is not true. It's uh, where did I, I guess I don't even know where to begin in some ways. But I mean, where did it all go sideways? You, you grew up in Port Coquitlam uh you you started go playing in the western hockey league um and then life kind of took a turn didn't it
1: uh man james you know what it's it's been a really rough road and um before i say anything yeah you mentioned i i do have a a new podcast and it's uh, about a month old uh hockey to heroin the road to recovery i've had sheldon kennedy on brent Sopel, who's my new mentor and good friend um doug McLean, formerly of sportsnet it's been very very good and uh um, you also mentioned, James, that it seems unbelievable. I, before I say anything else, I want everybody listening to know that everything written, everything that you listen, everything that I say is the truth. This is not a million little pieces like the guy who wrote the book where I'm trying to get attention. I wish I was making some of this stuff up, James. Um, to be honest, Gare had such a hard time writing this story. He did such a good job because I'm all over the place. There's so many layers to this story. Um, he really did such a fantastic job uh getting the point across but um it's de- it's certainly been a rough road um but before we get into it let me just say to uh uh anyone listening please check out the podcast um you know I am honest. I have Dale Weiss coming on as my next guest. He, he plays for the Montreal Canadiens. Um, you guys can find it uh, uh, at Hockey Podnet or the Hockey Podcast Network. They also produce Tales with TR Terry Ryan's podcast, which is a great listen. Um, they also have a bunch of other podcasts. Guys, check it out, the Hockey Podcast Network. And before I say anything else, I want to give a shout out to my boy Jesse Paradise. Um, of uh WHL alumni uh, for team issued clothing guys. I know this isn't a promo thing, but um, this guy is doing amazing things. A, a, a former hockey player uh, to check out teamissued.ca. That's all I want to say. Use promo code toadrag 15 um, Anything else, James, for, feel free to ask.
0: Okay.
2: Hey, hey Brady, you handled that like a pro. You got everybody in there. It's Perry Solkowski. It's funny. We were dealing with uh, Terry Fox's brother a couple weeks ago in Poco. You're raised in the same city, His story, well known yours isn't. And it went a different path. Why did you reach out to Gar and others to say, man, I I want, I want to make this clear here. Here's what was going on the whole time. What, what was your step? Was it, was it therapeutic for you? Why did you want it to come clean with everything?
1: Um, I'll be honest, uh, you know, growing up in, in Port Coquitlam, uh, my dad raised me, Brian, he's a retired firefighter in North the North Vancouver district. Um, could bring tears to my eyes talking about this guy um i bef- really the, my story has no reflection on him um yesterday uh there was an episode released with sheldon kennedy and i'm public about some sexual abuse that took place that wasn't captured in the story with gear um i don't want to make it about that i don't want to make it uh, about anything uh really my whole goal in doing this guys is to help one person and to shed some light on On these areas, uh, talking with Sheldon Kennedy was so great. Uh, you know He was really the first one to to take a stand and this was twenty four years ago um, you know so really i 've had people to look up to like Sheldon, you know um, obviously similar similar similarities, but a lot of differences um, but you know i 've been fortunate to have role models like him to look up to and theron flurry and and other guys you know. Um, so really for me, guys, it, it was, you know, I made it out alive. Um, Two, I'm sitting right now uh, in my, I live with my girlfriend Taylor out here in Muskoka with her parents. And I'm sitting in an old chicken coop that I'm turning into a studio. Um, I actually want to mention this right now. The studio is actually in uh, a friend of mine, Matt Thompson. Uh, we decided we're going to name it the Matt Lashinsky studio. So people don't know who Matt Lashinsky is out West. You wouldn't. He was a second round pick of the Sault Ste. Marie Greyhounds, played in the OHL. He battled with addiction. I didn't know this guy, um, but I've come to know his story. So um, this studio isn't done. It's dry. It's, I got some drywall my girlfriend ordered. I'm putting it up. Um, but we're going to do it in his honor. So this is the Matt studio. He passed away from a fentanyl overdose about a couple years ago. And uh, it could have been me, guys. Uh, I overdosed over 10 times. Uh, if you read in the article, and I didn't know this, this is the part yesterday that put me over the top. Reading that my dad was down on Hastings and in Surrey because I was in Surrey uh, on the Wally Strip a lot too. Um, you know, lifting up blankets of, of junkies on the street, as he said, and um, he could have easily found me because that's where I was, guys. It, it wasn't pretty.
0: You know, Brady Leavold uh, with us here on Sportsnet 650. What? How did it all go sideways for you? like like how did how did you know you you like you said you you had it you you know your dad was did everything he could to help raise you and and did a wonderful job and um you know things were going in the right direction you go off into the western hockey league um where where did it where did it go awry for you
1: yeah sorry sorry james uh perry i think it's james asking that question i know you asked that and i kind of uh beat around the bush let me get to that um uh, you know, it was a combination of things. So, uh, I mentioned, uh, briefly about the sexual abuse. So growing up, you know, I never said anything to anybody. Um, I mentioned in my podcast that I said to a high school girlfriend of mine that I was gay, um, because something happened to me. I thought I was gay. Uh, I'm not attracted to men. Um, by any means I'm not homosexual and there's nothing wrong with that. I have friends who are, I've said it before. Um, however, I'm not, but, uh, for a long time I thought I was because that happened to me from an older gentleman. Um, so that was kind of confusing for me. I didn't tell anybody. Uh, I stuffed that down. Uh, and then, you know, moving away from home at a, at a young age uh, is very difficult. Some guys love it. Some guys, actually, their families will move with them. I had guys in Swift Current, their families came and, and then, you know, I had to live with a billet family. And I always had great billets. It wasn't that these, these people, if people don't know. Uh, what billet families do for junior hockey players. It's really short. It's it's nothing short of incredible guys. Like uh, they don't get paid a whole lot of money um, and they provide a safe environment for the most part. I mean, it was for me. I know there's things that happen, but, you know, it's hard for me to pinpoint what really went wrong. Um, aside from the abuse when I was a kid that, you know, was away from my, my, my dad and he had no idea about it until I was much older. Um, you know, and then, i think just not knowing how to deal with that so when i found drinking and drugs um like a lot of people uh it was an instant release now you know playing hockey obviously that was my main focus and um i, I never got drafted in the bantam draft uh because i never went to the under 16 program i, I had no confidence i was actually scared of of garrett hunt uh Uh, And Mike Hangan, who's my best friend now, Garrett Hunt is a Vancouver giant uh, guy. You guys probably know who he is, but, um, you know, so I never got drafted. And I finally decided that I was going to go to, you know, go to the under 17s. And I made it and I just put it in my mind that I was going to do it. And I, you know, I got listed by Swift Current and um, ended up making their team. And I struggled as a 17 year old, I had a girlfriend back home. And um, my only concern was her. I swear, I don't know why I I couldn't, uh, I couldn't. You know, I had all these thoughts, suicidal thoughts, uh, mental health going on because of these things that happened when I was a kid. I didn't know how to deal with it. Um, There was opportunities for me to talk to sports psychologists. I didn't know how to be honest. Um, I was still scared, Uh, you know, and then so I ended up getting they granted me a leave of absence when I was 17 for four days and I went home and. I came back, got Rookie of the Year as Swift Current Bronco when I was 17. Same traffic as uh, trophy as Joe Sackick. That's my claim to fame. Um, Went back as an 18-year-old, had every opportunity to succeed. uh, And I quit five games into the season because of my girlfriend back home. And I came home and I signed with the now defunct Burnaby Express, who now the Coquitlam Express. And uh, played on the line with Kyle Turris, who Ed Jovanovsky was just talking about. And by the way, Jovo, get a new phone, bud. How much money do you have? I'm not even cutting out, and I lived on Hastings, man. Come on, Jovo. Come on, man.
2: Hey, Brady, you know, listen, like- uh, we got to pay some bills with a commercial break. But you know, we're getting texts in. Uh, we can't just end it like this. Will you hang on for the couple of minutes? We can get back. Uh, wanna I want to find out how guys. long you've you guys, been sober, how, much, how therapeutic how you this is. Pay Will you me. hang
1: on, we'll continue. <laughs> I'm kind of tight on money right now, so no, no, I'm just kidding, guys. I would love to. I'm sorry, I talk a lot. Just ask Garrett Joyce trying to write the article. Now you can see. So just cut me off after the commercial and get me to the point, guys. I'm sorry. Take a commercial oh, No, no big break. deal. Thanks, uh,
2: a fascinating story. We'll be back with a lot more. Brady sports uh, Sportsnet 650. After this. Thank you. Now more of the starting lineup with James Cebulski and Perry Solkowski on Sportsnet 650. Welcome back, James and Perry. uh, Brady Leofold on the line. We had to get a commercial break in there. If you're just joining us, here's the story and you can't make it simple, but a guy talented enough played on a line with Kyle Turris at one point was on the ice with Jamie Benn, Tyler Myers, and found himself on the streets downtown east side and uh ran into some trouble and is trying to turn his life around brady thanks for hanging on let me ask you this you read the great story that that gar has done on on sportsnet and there's a time okay now you're clean and you're hoping it's going to happen uh you wound up in jail in ontario how long have you been clean how long have you been sober
1: um i think close to five months um i'm not keeping track of the exact day because i've it's been 10 years of hell um clean months here, six months, a year here, go to jail, get out. Um, But something is different this time. I've never found anything that I've actually enjoyed doing. Um, Let me take a breath because my dad just texted me and told me to slow down. Um, (laughs) So I'm really, that's one thing I'm trying to implement in my life is listening to my dad. Now I didn't do that for 32 years. So let's do that now. And um, uh, you know, it, yeah, it's, I can't even tell you guys how, You know, growing up in Vancouver, you guys know what it's like. Hastings is a real thing. And growing up, my dad was like, he gave me this speech. You know, if you don't go to school and if you don't do this, this is where you end up. And, uh, you know, and let me actually, and of course, I I was like, no, dad, that'll never happen to me. But uh, if you have two minutes, let me tell you guys a crazy story. This is is another true story. Um, I wanted to make my podcast the title, You Can't Make This Bleep up. You guys can fill in the blank because um, I can't make this up. So when I was 18, I drove down. Uh, I drove downtown from Port Coquitlam with a friend of mine, Anthony Kalange, uh, to to go uh, cruise the seawall, we'll say. And uh, on the way home, we decided that we're going to stop by Hastings and cruise the back alleys and see what's going on. So anyways, I got my old Ford Ranger. I got my Swift Current Broncos hockey bag in the back. This is 100% true story. So Cruise down one of these back back alleys, blood alley or one of them. I'm unfortunately familiar with them all now. Um, you know, but at this time I wasn't. And we get pulled over by the police. And the police officer comes this is no joke. He comes to the window and he's like, Are you guys looking for a date or are you looking for drugs? And I said, Neither. We're just down here to look at like check stuff out. He's like, Do you think this is a joke? He's like, If you come down here, you'll get stuck down here and I'm like, Sir. I'm a, I'm a WHL hockey player. I have my bag in the back. As you can see, like I'm giving him the cocky attitude, right? Like, come on, sir. Like, that's not my life. And he looked at me in the eye. I'm not even joking. He's like, if you think that you're above this stuff, you're not. There's a hockey player down here right now that's missing an arm because he's been injecting drugs for the last however many years. And I remember looking at him, looking at him and being like, ha, that'll never be me. Sure enough, not even... Eight years later, there I am on Hastings with a needle in my arm. So, uh, you know. And,
0: and Brady, you were like, you found yourself like you were woken up with a baseball bat to your head, living on the streets in in, uh, in on Hastings, right? I mean, Garrett kind of shares that story.
1: Yeah, another true story. So, um, yeah, I was just uh, laying in the park, uh, Pigeon Park, actually, um, about two thirty in the afternoon, and uh, I'm laying there uh, just having a nap or a pass out because I have nowhere to sleep or whatever. And um, all of a sudden my head's ringing and I'm like, Whoa, my and I've had so many concussions with fighting and that in hockey. I fought a lot. Um, I talked about it a lot, but you know, and instantaneously there's blood coming down my face, like pouring down my face. And there was a girl with me at the time and she actually got hit with a bat too. And she was already on her feet and she's got blood coming down her face and she's like, get him!" So I get up and I grab this guy and I'm not even kidding. I laid the boots to this guy with blood coming down my face, big gash in my head, heads just ringing, grab the bat from him, give it to the girl. The girl starts hitting this guy with the bat. Another guy came in with a big giant rock, threw it on this guy. Um, it was crazy. The ambulance came. They took me to the ER they took the girl to the ER. Um, she stayed, got staples in her head. I ended up leaving when the police came. They like, wanted to press charges for attempted murder. And I know who it was. I still know who it was to this day. Um, and I was like, nope, I will not do that. That's not, that's not me. And uh, I actually took, uh, I did get on the SkyTrain, um, you know, to where I was going and covered in blood. Uh, everybody looking at me. And I was in the mindset, like, I'm going to go find this guy and deal with it on my own, you know. And uh, and uh, I never even saw the guy after that, luckily. But, uh, you know, I'm very lucky to be alive. That's just one instance, uh, guys. And there's so many. Um, when I write this book, gear I hope, is going to help me write this book. Or my dad is really who I want to help me write it. Um he could write his own book for that matter. But, you know, there's lots to be said and I just want people to fully understand that I have no reason to lie. There's not like I, if anybody thinks I'm lying, I'll gladly find multiple people to corroborate every single story that I've told. because I see so many people like, you know, telling stories and it's like, Oh, they just wanted, I'm not doing this, you know, like I'm doing this to help people. And more importantly, I'm doing this to show my kids, Brooklyn and Brody, back home that I'm not such a fall down um, because I haven't talked to them in quite some time. And I just, you know, I want them back in my life. Right. So, um, well, it's been hard.
2: Um, It sounds like you've had so much living uh and, and you're a young guy so there's there's lots of time for redemption shout out to your dad brian who's who's listening to this one uh you know we all make mistakes some a lot bigger than others ours on the part of james and i was not having more time for you so we'll rectify that and get you on again and hey uh, you know and, and the thing is you you read this story in sports that you watch a clip of you playing with a former colleague of our Meyer lawrence doing a story in victoria man you could play the game too so we have to get you on again good luck with your podcast uh we will do this again and uh and everybody's rooting for you and just just hey. keep fighting if the podcast is an outlet uh you've got some some people rooting for you in a time like this in a crazy world because we all need people who can be positive in the community and it sounds like you want to be that guy so good luck to you
1: hey guys thank you so much for this opportunity and please guys do check out the podcast um um, you know leave me any comments or messages i do my best to try to get back to people i think it's important um if anybody's struggling out there um, you know, send me a message. I'll pick up the phone and call you. I'm very lucky that I have people in my life today that do that for me. And Brent Sopel is now one of them. Um, he's turned into an incredible friend of mine. And, Brady,
0: uh, one more know, time. What's the podcast called that people
1: can find it? Hockey to Heroin, but with the number two, with Road to Recovery, with the number two. Hockey to Heroin, the Road to Recovery. Check it out on the hockeypodcastnetwork.com. Um, it's available on all the platforms. So thank you so much guys. And anytime, anytime you guys call me, I'll pick up the phone. I'll do this anytime. It's my pleasure.
0: Thanks, Brady. You take care of yourself and be safe. Okay.
1: Thanks guys.